This is Healing Justice, a podcast bridging conversations at the intersections of collective healing and social change. I'm your host, Kate Werning. Each week, we share a conversation with a powerful leader and an accompanying audio practice to help resource you in your leadership and the well being of you and your people. This week's practice is offered up by Jelani Fontaine of Third Root Community Health Center in Brooklyn. We talked this week with Jelani and a fellow collective member at Third Root, Emily Kramer. And you can find that conversation by downloading the episode just before this, where we talk about the physical symptoms that are manifesting in folks' bodies as a result of this political environment. We talk about accessibility and despotifying healing, and how we can make our activist spaces more accessible and inclusive. Here, Jelani teaches us a practice called Emotional Freedom Technique, or EFT, and you may have also heard it referred to as tapping. This is a practice that you can literally do anywhere, so if you're listening in your headphones, on a bus, or wherever you are, you can try this now. It might be really helpful to look at the show notes of this episode and click on the link that provides a visual to help walk you through some of the points on the body that Jelani is going to refer to. And I just want to say that I have been using this practice ever since we recorded this, and it's really been helping me. Um, So I hope that it's useful to you too. Here's Jelani. Hi, everybody. I'm Jelani Fontaine, and I'm an acupuncturist, and I'm going to share a practice called Emotional Freedom Technique today, um, EFT for short. And some of us might have heard of this practice um, also by the, the name tapping. And what we do is use different acupuncture points and tap on them to deal with different issues that we're dealing with in an acute sense in the you know, in any particular time. So I might be, for instance, somebody who's dealing with chronic pain. And um, if I'm having a very bad flare-up of pain, I can use emotional freedom technique. Um, Certainly if I'm dealing with anything that is emotional, if I'm dealing with panic in the moment, if I'm dealing with grief, anything that becomes really predominant and strong in the moment, um, this technique can be useful for. So I'm going to talk about how to do it. It's got a background um, that goes back to the 70s, and it was developed by clinicians, by therapists, psychotherapists back then, um, who kind of co-opted <laughs> acupuncture points and uh, and Chinese medical techniques into their own practice. And now a lot of people make a lot of money from it, but it is not that hard to learn and it's uh, really handy and I show it to my patients. Okay, so enough intro. All right, so the first thing that you do is you want to identify the specific thing that you're working on that you want to address as specific as you can get it. If you're having a panic attack on the subway, because being on the subway and being in crowds is difficult, then you want to first um, create a statement from that that is about um, self-acceptance and support. So the statement could be something along the lines of, even though 
I feel this panic on the train. I love and accept myself completely. What I want to say about a statement like that is you don't necessarily have to be in the place where that is completely true. You might not feel like you accept yourself as a person who's dealing with fear and panic in the moment. You know, a lot of us, you know, just have trouble crossing that bridge, you know, but the idea is to set that intention that that's a place that you're working to get to. And then once you have that statement in mind, you want to think about a scale of zero to five, zero being totally calm, no symptoms at all, and five being the worst imaginable, and just place where you are in the moment for yourself. So I might say to myself, okay, I know what my statement is, where do I go from zero to five? I might say, right now I'm a four. It's terrible, but it's not as bad as it could be, but I need to bring it down. So then I would start again by saying my statement, even though I feel this panic on the train, I love and accept myself completely. And then after I have my number, then I would start the tapping sequence. The first point is a point on the side of the hand, the blade edge of your hand. If you think about your hand as like an ax or like stereotypical karate chops, then that blade edge of your hand, you wanna tap it together one against the other. As you say this statement, either out loud or in your mind, even though I feel this panic on the train, I love and accept myself completely. That's the first one. Okay, now you start from the top of your head, the very top and center of your head. You could tap there with one finger, with a bunch of fingers. Okay, you could also just rub whatever feels comfortable. Again, saying that statement in your mind or out loud, even though I feel this panic on the train, I love and accept myself completely. The next point is the inner edges of your eyebrows, tapping with one or two fingers. Again, making that statement. And the next point is below both eyes. And if you have glasses, you could just kind of move them out of the way, tapping, tapping two fingertips just below your eyes. Even though I feel this panic on the train, I love and accept myself completely. And then on the cheek, just below that point, same thing. Okay, and the next one is between your nose and your upper lip and between your chin and your lower lip. If you say your statement now, your voice will vibrate a little bit. <laughs> it might. Tapping there. Okay, the next one is the center of your chest. You could put all your fingertips together and tap there. Okay, still saying that statement out loud or thinking it. Even though I feel this panic on the train, I love and accept myself completely. The last one you want to put, this is how I do it. I put one hand under the opposite armpit and the other one in the opposite armpit, okay? And then where your little finger is, which is about a hand's breadth below your armpit, you want to tap there. You could use your hands in different ways to reach there, okay? And then thinking or saying that statement to yourself. Okay, and that's the sequence. There is going to be a handout that's gonna be available to show you and explain how you find those points. Um, but what you do next after you've made your statement along with those points, either saying your statement out loud, thinking it in your mind, is now you take a breath, you assess, okay, again, back to the scale between zero to five. Where does that panic on the train fall now? Has it shifted? Most often it will go down by about 50% in my experience and sometimes more than that. 
And uh, what I want to say about a practice like this is you can do it almost anywhere. Um, I, have done, I have actually done this on the train. I have done this on a bus stop. I have done this in public. It can also include different points, different acupressure points, acupuncture points that you touch, that you press, depending on what's going on. It is something that I found to be really helpful personally. It's something that I showed my mother and, um, and she's able to do it. And she said, you know, when I can't reach different places, and she can't because she has shoulder injuries, she will often imagine that place in her mind. And that makes a difference as well. It's very much about our intention. The other thing that I want to say is for any of us who are really struggling and we feel like we have low capacity, doing this and then reflecting on having done it and actually seeing a change because of something that you did for yourself is really empowering when we feel like power is low. So I encourage folks to try it. It's a nice thing to have in your pocket when you need it. Thanks. You just heard a practice from Jelani Fontaine of Third Root Community Health Center. You can download the corresponding conversation by going to the previous episode of the podcast. Sign up to stay in touch with us at healingjustice.org. And if you try out this practice, we would love to hear from you. How is your experience? What is the phrase that you are using for yourself um, and saying that you love and accept yourself completely? Um, Let us know on social media, the links to our Instagram, our Facebook page, and our Twitter account are in the show notes for the podcast. You can click on those links and let us know what you think. And I also want to encourage you to share this practice or any of the prior practices that you have found on the podcast with the people in your life who you know need this kind of support. We're making these practices into a simple podcast format so they can be free, they can be shared, they can be easily accessible to folks who need them most. And so please join us in spreading them where they're needed and also letting us know what else you'd like to hear, what you're struggling with and what practices might be useful to you. Uh, The intention is that this podcast is of service and we can best be of service if you let us know what you need. So another way you can let us know is by subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes to help us continue. Big gratitude to a new collaborator for Healing Justice Podcast, Yoshi Fields, for editing this episode. And as always, to Zach Meyer of The Cold Room for mixing and mastering the sound. Thank you for your commitment to building movements that liberate all of us, and especially for taking the time to take care of yourself and try on this practice. Hear you next week.